Firecast, a podcast from MDM Publishing, brought to you in association with International Firefighter Magazine, reporting to municipal, industrial and fire training professionals. Welcome to another Firecast, where we get to discuss some of the key issues with the big players in the fire industry. I'm Paul Hutton, and today we welcome back to the Firecast, Jeff Fackler, the North America Business Development Director for the Thermal Solutions segment of DuPont's Personal Protection. And we'll also meet Jan Shan, DuPont Personal Protection's Global Technology Leader in Emergency Response. Now, as you know, Nomex and Kevlar have been a leading choice in global fire services for over 50 years. And now we have solutions like Nomex NanoFlex for hoods and Nomex Nano for thermal liners, providing lightweight comfort while enhancing the garment's overall agility, moisture management and particulate protection, which help to address some of the leading challenges firefighters face today like heat stress so let's find out more about it and let's start with jan and ask what is nomex nano and nomex nano flex thank you very much paul nomex nano and nano flex are developed to address two issues that firefighters are facing today heat stress and a higher cancer rate as you know cardiovascular disease and a cancer rate are the two leading causes for in-line-of-duty deaths, as well as a off-fire-ground occupational disease. Unlike the conventional materials that are prevalent for the fire services today, Nomex Nano and NanoFlex are made of very small fibers, 60 times smaller than a, a human hair. Because it is small, it creates huge surface area to same weight or volume. So they are very light and thin, breathable, but super functional in terms of reflect heat sources. Perhaps most importantly, it has a amazing particulate filtration mechanisms for air, water, and the liquid filtrations. So when Nomex Nano is used in a thermal liners, that Nomex Nano is specifically designed to be thin and light, much lighter than other advanced FR materials. Nomex Nano may provide up to 40% of reduction in thermal liner sicknesses compared to other advanced liners available today. So therefore, it provides similar thermal protection performances, TPP as what we know, but however, it increase THL, total heat stress loss uh, significantly. In addition, use of the Nomex nanothermal liners mean to reduce the weight and the bulk of the current turnout gear systems helping to give firefighters increased mobility and a better range of motions for reduced heat stress. Also though, with Nomex Nano thermal liners, it dries 2x faster than standard thermal liners. So that gives a lot of advantages for a fire department, for those firefighters who are fighting the fire in a climate where it has very high humidities and has very high temperatures. On the other hand, now we talk about 
Nomex Nanoflex. Nomex Nanoflex was developed to help make products like a firefighter's hoods and a cuff area more protective against the particulate without compromising the comfort. Nomex Flex is stretchable in one direction, so therefore it is super critical for those area requires elasticities, such as hood when firefighters do down and a dolphin. As we talk about the uh, nanofibers benefits is to providing the filtration efficiency. So using the Nomex Nano Flex, not only protecting the particulate, also protect bacteria and the viruses, which seem to be very important during COVID pandemics. That's important stuff, Jan, because, of course, heat stress and the absorption of harmful particulates through the skin are two of the major challenges that firefighters continue to face. And, Jeff, cardiovascular disease and cancer are two of the leading causes for in-line-of-duty death and off-fireground occupational disease, respectively. So dealing with this is vital for a firefighter's safety. Uh, yes, it is, Paul, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. I want to recognize uh, all the firefighters globally. Today is International Firefighters Day. We certainly, uh, alongside of every day, we salute them and all the families and significant others that support them. Just tagging on to Jan, these are two sister technologies, optimized for high heat, a great air breathability and moisture movement. One of the things that Jan mentioned is that drying faster, two times faster than a standard thermal liner. What's particularly important about that is that's uh, after perhaps they leave the fire ground, but as importantly on the fire ground, that same technology, uh, it holds about half of the amount of moisture compared to other standard thermal liners. So moisture in the system in a, on the fire ground is not a great idea because it conducts heat and people can experience steam burns if they're exposed to enough heat. So moving moisture away from the skin through that thermal liner out to uh, where the, it can relieve some of the heat stress of the firefighter on the fire ground is as important uh, as afterwards. And Jan, I want to pick up, you, you talked in your initial answer about thermal protection performance, TPP. How is the TPP performance of laminates? That's an excellent question, Paul. When we uh, introduced the nano as a whole technology platform, we started out with quilted versions because we know that was a time that a firefighter needed a solution right now, right there. We developed a particularly blocking hood. This is our first generations. Then moving forward, we know that firefighters dumped off in the hoods more often than any other PPE in, on their body. So therefore, we looked very much into the durabilities of a, a firefighter's hood. So as a result, we developed a, a laminated material working with our partners, LPAX. And as a result, today, we have commercialized a laminated hoods that is now available in North America as well as Europe for these two type of forms. So when we look into these two different ensembles, if you will, one is quilted, the other one is laminated, 
both can achieve very high, particularly filtration performances. Both can be very durable, more than 150 times of our washes. We did a before and after. We looked into the filtration efficiency, durability, mechanical strength. Both remain the same after 150 times of a wash. What we recognize further is that there are some differences between TPP. As you know, the laminates really basically remove all the air layers and combining three layers into one. So therefore, the TPP by design is relatively lower than the quilted versions where the air layers still remaining between the three layers. As a result, which I think it's a positive uh, choices for our firefighters and a fire department. As you know, some fire department would prefer to have a high TPP versus others prefer to have a low TPP and both has advantages or maybe a practical program that they, they have within the uh, fire department. So I think having a choice is, is a great thing. And we see that in various fire departments, medium-sized, uh, big fire departments. So we need to choose a right type of a hood for various fire departments for their tactics and trainings. I think, Paul, and Nugget, the other thing to keep in mind is that, you know, like Jan said, firefighter tactics are very, there's a lot of individual choices and preferences. We need to keep in mind that the knits that the Nanoflex is joined with are probably as important as the Nanoflex itself, you know, in terms of how they manage moisture, how they stretch. But going from quilting to laminating, a lot of times, firefighters have, have different experiences with cinching on their helmet, pulling down their SCBA, what happens when they turn their head different directions. And so there's just some individual personal preferences as to quilting versus laminating. And we would really encourage wear trials to enable the department and individual firefighters really get something that they feel comfortable in and will use. I think the other thing from a design standpoint, we don't make hoods, we work with everybody that does. But our goal was to provide options or design to really enable innovation across the gear manufacturers to make different designs, different styles, different functionality within those hoods. So having different methods of anchoring that on a flex, like quilting and laminating, helps to do enable that. Let's bring in Duncan White, who's group editor of MDM Publishing. Duncan, in your days as a chief fire officer and responsible for the safety of firefighters, you always had the best equipment that you could get hold of at the time. But how much of a difference would it have been to your team that you commanded to have this sort of kit that's reducing just one part of it, the, the bulk turnout by 40 percent? What does that mean for a firefighter who's actually on scene. When I joined, we were uh, we were benefited with plastic trousers and woolen tunics. So as soon as we started seeing the lightweight PPE come in and the involvement of uh, Nomex, Kevlar, and all the technologies that were beginning to show through, it was almost somebody had uh, literally lifted uh, a huge weight off of your back. What I'd like to pick up on is that um, one of the things that we as firefighters 
never normally get to hear is the technology behind the materials which the turnout gear has been made from. And and to hear Jan mention that the fibers used within the clothing is 60 times smaller than a, the human hair is just phenomenal. And uh, I think it's important to, to recognize from an end user the, the level of technology that has gone into to making my job and, and that of my team a lot easier when the chips are down and we're, we're fighting the fire. As technology goes on, I think that we, we almost need to remind uh, firefighters that they are not invincible. We've got the best PPE now. We're providing them with, with fire hoods. Back in the 80s, they were not even, even a dream. And that was the tale to get us out of the fire was when your ears started getting very warm, whereas firefighters now, they need to really understand the signs and symptoms of, of heat. And so they know in themselves when it's time to turn around and come out. Without that knowledge and understanding, being too reliant on technology, be that thermal imaging cameras or other forms of temperature measurement, is just too risky. And so I think it's important to get across to, to our firefighters that what they are wearing is the best, but they also need to be fully aware of, of limitations, both in the, the PPE and also themselves. Duncan, if I may, you know, we've always been focused on protecting the firefighter. Over the years, we've now gone to a, another step of, you know, it's one thing to be burned. It's another thing to experience heat stress. And unfortunately, everybody knows fighting a fire is hot. It's usually the impact on the, the physiology of the firefighter after they've left the fire ground and doing everything we can to re reduce heat stress, doing everything we can to re reduce particulate exposure is very, very important to us. And also along the lines of product stewardship, where just like our Kevlar and Nomex technologies, Nano and Nanoflex are both Equitech certified, so the firefighters can be confident in their, their the materials that are being used. But moreover, when they are choosing is just to think about, especially particularly protective hoods, we used to look at it as a kind of a stretchy sock. A lot of apartments have worn hoods over the years, fairly inexpensive. These are now very sophisticated, highly engineered pieces of PPE. They do a lot of more than just thermally protect and protect against particulates, but they need to be cared for as a good, solid, expensive piece of PPE, but they're vital for the firefighter from that area from which they get exposed. And as Jan mentioned, we're now incorporating the same technology into the gear interfaces. So where, you know, in most cases, most turnout gear has a moisture barrier. There's not much that's going to get through that unless it's breached or torn. But it's the interfaces that where particulates can still sneak in and impact the firefighter and the, and the wrists and the ankles and in the waist area. So a lot of gear manufacturer now taking Nanoflex and incorporating it into those areas to provide and protect those areas as well. You know, there's really only two ways to get particulate protection right now. One is Nano and Nanoflex. The other one are membrane materials that while they impact hearing, they can also, they don't have allow quite so much air and moisture to move through them. So that's one of the advantages of Nanoflex and, and the design. And while it's capturing a very high percentage, almost 100% close to it, of particulates, viruses, and bacteria, it's still allowing air and moisture to go through. That's important to heat stress and to the firefighter as well. So here's a particulate protective mechanism, PPE, it's also helping with the heat stress factor at the same time. It'll, it allows that firefighter to move, you know, to be a little more comfortable. The, the real key thing, as importantly, is if air and moisture is moving through it, so is sound. 
And, and so situational awareness, being able to hear what's going on in the fire ground, if the, uh, anything that impedes that or impacts it is, is not particularly attractive. And that's one of the advantages of Manflex. I also like to add for something, some good solution that we can provide for the firefighters, it usually takes a village to find a solution for a good cause. And uh, particularly hood, it's just not really only coming from, not only, I mean, DuPont is a science company. It took a, 10 years, more than 10 years of research, development work within DuPont to come up with this technology. And I was just very fortunate. When I say I, it is really the DuPont whole ER teams that we were very fortunate that technology was made available and we just implemented along with our partners. And along actually with the NPA standard committee, they see a values to protect the firefighters in the most vulnerable and the least protected area. So when I say it takes a village, it really takes the whole industries, including the standard committees, intenders, including the certifications institute. It takes the chief, it takes the value chain partners, and again, uh, with the, uh, the best technology available to us that is breathable, that is light, um, that is also protective. You do have other solutions like the moisture membrane-based technology that is available. However, unfortunately, I think it tends to have a problem with a, uh, uh, blocking the situation awareness issues that we need to, to be looking at. And finally, um, any other applications you're working on for Nano and Nanoflex? Thanks, Paul. This is a really excellent uh, questions to really give us a opportunity to talk about what we are working on next. If we turn on the radios uh, and also TV, we see more and more wildland fires that are happening in West Coast of the United States, also in some part of Europe as well as Australia. The NPA Standard Committee recognize the emerging trend and we recognize more of our, of our peoples are building their houses in between wildland. So it becomes a, a phenomenon that a fire, it's structured, but it's in the wildland. So as a result, the committee formed a modified wildland standard become a, a wildland urban interface. And we are working on very diligently on gear that providing the particularly blocking mechanisms to bridge the gap. That it's not specifically in the city, in the suburban area, that a turnout gear is needed going to a heated environment fighting for 30 minutes, but it's not just pure like a wildland. It is just a vegetable type of uh, fires having not much of the uh, toxicity as a structure fire. So we combine these two fire scenario that requires a very special, unique of uh, a wildland urban interface into one. So we're using leverage the success that we have with a Nomex nano technology platform into the wildland interface. Thank you, Jan. And Duncan, of course, we're going to find out more at Interschutz in June in Hanover in Germany. 
where I guess seeing this technology in the flesh is going to be a vital thing for visitors to do. Yeah, Paul, into shuts. We've uh, we're two years overdue this uh, this fantastic event, and uh, the industry is uh, is really gearing up now. It's the uh, it's the platform to go and see and learn from the uh, manufacturers and also from peers within the industry. Uh, anybody choose it, tuning into this podcast and uh, in two minds about whether attending to to Hanover in June, please take my recommendation that if you get an opportunity to come to Hanover, then it is the most fabulous place and you'll have a fantastic uh, opportunity to pick the brains of people like Jeff and Chan and all the other uh, the manufacturers across the industry. And uh, you'll have plenty of reading to take home with you for months and years to come. And also MDM will be, we have a booth in Hanover, so we also welcome all our uh, friends and clients to our booth as well. And Duncan, like uh, MDM, DuPont and our colleagues uh, over in Europe, et cetera, will have a pretty large stand there. We'll be featuring and talk through a lot of these technologies, but also uh, Tyvek and Tychem technologies for hazmat and dry particulate protection as well. Jeff Fackler is the North America Business Development Director for the Thermal Solutions segment of DuPont Personal Protection. And Jan Shan is DuPont Personal Protection's Global Technology Leader in Emergency Response. And we've been so lucky to get both of their time for the last 20 minutes or so, along with Duncan White, the group editor at MDM Publishing, on this latest Firecast. Don't forget, you can find out more about this by clicking on the link with this podcast. And we'll join you for another Firecast soon. Thank you for listening. Firecast is produced and presented by Paul Hutton and is an MDM publishing podcast in association with International Firefighter magazine.